We're back. We're back. Guess who's back? Back, back. Back again. Again, again. Junklin's back. Back, back. Listen with your friends. Ooh, ruined it. I kind of lost the flow a bit there. You could have said, tell some friends, friends, friends. Yeah, but you don't just listen. You don't just tell your friends because if you just tell people, then yeah, be a uh, be a what's what's the what's the word? What's the word? Be a promoter. Promote to your friends, friends, friends. Have them subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, cast, cast that sort of thing. Oop, not me. We might have been doing the show for a year now, but we still make rookie errors. Like punch the mic while we're uh, speaking with our hands. How's it going? It's February. It's twenty twenty one. This is like the first. It's the month of love. The month of love, because it's, 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 it's Valentine's it's, it's, Day. It's Valentine's Sunday. Day soon. Sunday, it's going down. Valentine's Day, the 14th. Is it the 14th? It is the 14th. It is. Uh, a the... month before Steak and Ball Job Day, which is an official day. It's not an official uh, day. You can't buy a card for it, can you? Well, you can If you buy can't buy a, a card for it, it's not an official day. You can, you can buy a bloody steak. You can buy a steak. And, and you can buy a blowjob, depending on uh, your preferences. Flavoured lube. Flavored lube. Uh, the candy floss flavor is really nice. I've never tried it out myself, but... <laughs> you just eat it with a spoon. When <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing else in the house. Just put it on top of a... Like uh, a bit of syrup, like pancake. Yeah, on top of a sweet cracker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon you could do that? Do you reckon it has um, like edible lubes? Do you reckon like... There's, it's uh, edible. So obviously... you know, do you reckon it has like a nutrition information on the front? Like, I guess it's got serving, a lot of sugar in it. Like five calories per serving? And what's a serving? Uh, a cockful? Uh, Per, per inch. What, <laughs> what determines a full serving of lubricant? Yeah, because you can't say a cock full. You have to say an inch. Yeah, because cocks come in different size. Different shapes. Different girths. I mean, generally the same shape, but different variants. Yeah. Junkland 2021, we talk ones. about cocks. <laughs> Come join in next week when we talk about testicles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> testicles. There's three of them in this room right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke so <laughs> a lot's happened since we last recorded we're not going to talk about all of it but um let's a few bullet points donald trump lost the election and then uh tried to say he was cheated so loser and then um, a load of nutcases stormed the capitol building mm-hmm. um bunch of fucking idiots yeah i bet they're fucked i'm like the news the media hasn't really spoke too much about what's happened to them now but i imagine uh, you can't get away with storming the Capitol. I said this on Twitter. I said, in America, they've stormed the Capitol building and every single one of them that do that shit need to be punished to the full extent of the law. In Britain, specifically England, we had a bloke who uh, stormed our Capitol once, tried to blow it up. I mean, admittedly, it's a bit worse than what they attempted to do, but guess what we did to him? We burnt him at the stake. He's called Guy Fox. Every year. every year, we burn him at the stake again. And then when the next year rolls around, we burn him again. That guy's literally like living in hell for He's eternity. He's burning every single year. We make an effigy of him. We stick it on a bonfire and we all stand around eating black eyed peas and candy apples. Will I am tastes absolutely delightful. <laughs> and Fergie. Yeah. And um, Ooh, yeah. I'm using that lube on her. Did you hear Fergie um, singing the national anthem? Nope. He's like, that version was better than hers. Like, the teams were, like, laughing. Like, as she was singing, it was that bad. <laughs> you are talking about Black Eyed Peas, Fergie, not Sir Alex Ferguson, aren't you? 
Yep. Crikey Roger Fergie for coming out on the Super What Bowl. you gonna do with all that junk inside your trunk? I'm gonna get 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 you drunk. Get you drunk off my lady lumps. My lump, my lumps. My lovely lady lumps. Check it out. What film's that off? Uh, gets the people going. Um, oh, Will Ferrell. Um, semi-pro. Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory. Semi-pro, though. Excellent film. Probably his most underrated film, if I'm being honest. And um, have you seen his new one on Netflix? The one where he's the Eurovision. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you not like it? No, I couldn't really get into it. Oh, I it. loved it. Oh, it was great. Anyway, we're just talking about nothing really. I was talking about uh, Will Ferrell films. Who <laughs> <laughs> segued from um, Donald Trump losing the election to... Uh, Ter- terrorism? Can you describe? Were they terrorists or were they just more well, rioters? Was- They're not rioters because we weren't really rioting. We kind of broke in. There was some leaders. trespassers. They're the worst kind of people. Yeah, but it's trespassing. Like you can you can trespass by accident. No, I, how are you going to try and get past like all that national security? Is going to be the thing is right. So Mike Pence, who for anyone who doesn't know, it was um, at the time the um, vice president, and the woman who got shot in the neck tried to climb over a barricade into the area where he was in the Capitol building. And I don't care who you are, but you've got to know on some level, like, as an Englishman, I know that if I ever tried to do that, not that I ever will, but if I did, I'm going to get shot at by a secret. So I've, I've seen enough films to know that if you try and get in the fucking the president or the vice president's face, if you try and get up in the face, you're going to get shot off somebody. They're never alone. So someone's going to shoot you. So why would you try that in the heat of a moment when there are guns being drawn, guns pointed in... Just a chaotic scenario. Why would you? Why would you try it? I'm sure. I'm sure. one of the women or one of the guys got um, refused off a plane as well. I'm yeah. Sure. Like they've all lost the whatever it's called. Blacklisted. Yeah. 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 But then he was crying in the airport when there was a video of it that leaked I'm out. I'm sorry. It's like this is ruined my fucking life. No, you ruined your life when you decided like there's protesting, which is fine, and then there's doing what you guys did. And I mean, I'm not going to. It's a whole debate in itself, but it's a certain process that happened last year. Where the people involved in that peaceful protest got absolutely made out to like idiots, and these guys got five minutes of fame and like never to be seen forgotten. What do you mean? So like you had all the BLM kind of yeah. things last year, and they was made to be like, absolute lunatics, hooligans, terrorist groups. Oh, the, the MT for because there was the. I mean, none of this is fact. So you'd be talking about the people that sort of infiltrated the Black Lives Matter protests. Yeah, and started, yeah, like, started violence. Yeah, but like, yeah. obviously there's the people that even yeah. wasn't starting violence. Anti-Americans, like, they called those people, yeah. didn't they? said they're anti-American. And then when the shoe is on the other foot, it's different standards. I think what it was is, it's the whole Pizzagate QAnon people who genuinely believe like Donald Trump was like the saviour of trafficked children. Yeah, people who, I mean, we did a full episode on it and like we went down the, the QAnon rabbit hole and like we kind of, it was kind of like an experiment, weren't it? Like, well, that's how I looked at it for me in that I just allowed myself to go all the way down the conspiracy rabbit hole and you come out of it on the other end just like a weird person mm. who believes that like all of Hollywood and all the powerful are all devil-worshipping pedophiles who want nothing more than to kill and control people. And then you go, whoa. And then you come out of it and you sort of reflect on that and you go, what the fuck did I believe in? I'm not saying I believe in it, but I was very sort of... I was, I was yeah. very paranoid. Like, I was paranoid. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't even watch films. Like, go, well... Most of these people are probably pedophiles. Like you start thinking like that, and it's like, right, no, I'm out, I'm out of this shit, and then you come out. But these people, they never came out. They went into the rabbit hole, and they think that they're fighting for some freedom. Like they've convinced themselves that they're actually like fighting a war against like pure evil. And like, obviously, I do think there's some a lot of seediness and stuff like that. But well, there obviously like, is. Um, I'm, I'm more like again. I think I said it at the time. Like if 
people have got to be innocent until they're proven guilty. Because like anyone can look at a picture and then pinpoint things. Go, oh, this could be a secret code for for this. Yeah, absolutely. Or, this could be something for that. And then if you think, oh my god, yeah, that could be that could be true. And then like get, like you see, you allow yourself to sort of go down that that route because you end then, up in what you call an echo chamber where you and all these other people, you have this like tribe mentality where you and all these other people who believe in the exact same thing. If you share a post and then everybody likes it and shares it, then that makes you feel good because you're being, you're being welcomed by, and this is all evolution. Like you, you're being welcomed by the tribe and you're being um, supported by the tribe and everyone's going, yeah, we, we like what you're saying and it makes you feel good about yourself. And then, so you share more and more and more and more and you share other people's stuff. And there's, when there's nobody there to say, Hang on a minute. Let's ask some questions. Let's not just blindly believe all this stuff just because it supports our cause. Let's ask some questions and just dig around and poke around and see what's going on. Like no one does that. They're all just supporting each other, and it is absolutely ridiculous. Like these guys that stormed the Capitol building, all these like super um, Trump supporters were like, "No, they're not real Trump supporters. These are actually um, Antifa guys. These guys were at the Black Lives Matter protest." Um, these guys are like infiltrating us to make us look bad. And then they'll show pictures of people at the Black Lives Matter protest with these people and say, yeah, see, look, it's the exact same person. And everybody goes, oh my God, I can't believe they tried to. And then you look at the picture, you go, it's not the same people. Look at like, there's a guy with a beard on one picture and there's a guy with a beard on another picture. The beards grow in completely different ways. Their ears are a different shape. Like if you want to inspect and actually look the, look at the evidence and go, let's try and prove this wrong before we say it's right. Like you can look and you can find the evidence like straight. Obviously, it's not the same person, but people don't want to associate themselves with these people because somebody in our cause has done something that we don't all agree with. So now, you know, it's just, yeah. it's craziness. And that's how these QAnon like fanatics work. And like you said, there are obviously bad people like uh, Harvey Weinstein, fucking R. Kelly, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, they're obviously producers in high places that we're doing a lot of bad shit to women um, to, to, you know, offering them roles in movies and stuff and you know if you do this you'll get that and not just women obviously there are kids like uh cory um sorry what's it cory Haim. cory Haim came out and i believe i fully believe in the stories that he's telling oh you are no uh cory Haim's one who killed himself in it cory Feldman. cory Feldman. cory Feldman. i fully believe in his story but that's not to say it's all part of one and the same thing it's not yeah. like you know you can believe in some of it you don't have to take all of it and the q and on stuff is just absolute nonsense when you start like there was a video clip of um, they were talking about the royal family being lizard paedophiles and stuff. And when I say lizard paedophiles, I literally mean lizards inside human masks. Like that's a part of the David Icke theory that goes way back, which is kind of calmed down on now. People are kind of like, no, this is nonsense. He's stopped talking about that now. It's not it's not hit the right notes, so he's give up on that. But um, there's, a, there's a video of like what looks like a little boy climbing out of a, a window at the palace and he was naked and it did its rounds on the QAnon groups. And people are like, oh, see, look, how can we get away with this? There's a kid climbing out. He's obviously scared. He's obviously naked. Something's been happening to him and he's escaped. Turns out the video clip was actually from a TV show, which was like a like a comedy thing about the royals. And there was this whole piece about this princess who was a bit of a scandalist. And, you know, she was, you know, always like getting off with men and stuff in the palace. And they made a video clip what looks like it was on someone's phone of a man like climbing out the palace to not get in trouble. Yeah, but yeah. it's been presented to you in a way which is like, this is actual footage from someone's actual phone. And it, it never was. And then there was like stories of um, Disney World is like the number one um, child trafficking hub in the world. Like that's where kids get trafficked from. And you start to think to yourself like, well, surely child trafficking or human trafficking is all about making a shitload of money. 
So then why would you risk one of the most valuable properties in the world, which is Disney World? Why would you risk, you'd, you'd lose it, like it'd be taken away. It'd be just absolutely just destroyed by the authorities for selling for selling children from there. Like, why would you risk one to support the other? You'd, you you would never do that. It's like, why is no parent ever reported that the, the kid has gone lost at Disney World and never returned? <laughs> like, and especially never, when you kind of... There's no evidence, but then you can say it and people go, yeah, I definitely believe that. There's a picture of Ghislaine Maxwell with pictures of um, Mickey and Minnie Mouse and like as if that was like supporting proof. And then you literally go, that's, oh, that's a name for your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's in the English countryside, that photo. That's not a Disney world. Like You can tell that if you just want to look. And I don't know. We're going off on a tangent, but, but you're going to say um, Yeah, I'm just going to say it's quite a contrast to UK's hotspot for human trafficking, which is just like service stations. Like if you go to a service station in England, then you can... You see a lot of people jump off a lorry in human traffic. Is that and actually, go to America? Yeah, is that actually meant to be? Is that is that is there evidence to support that? That's yeah, yeah. I yeah, imagine so, that would be the most efficient way to do it. It's, uh, there's a certain hotspot near us. You can say it. British services. British services on the M- M62. M62. Well, Manchester. Yeah, hotspot for human traffic. And apparently, that's like one of the one of the hotspots. Um, we can imagine it. I mean, it's, lorries it's come and go. Lorries, yeah. And um, people who sort of sneak in and out the country obviously use a motorway. You, you know, it's accessible. Yeah, it's accessible because yeah, for... uh, lorry drivers do it. You know, I used to work there at that service station when I was like when I was younger, and um, I used to work nights. And it's common that someone who would come in, um, who's just literally just come into the country, and they just they just they don't know where they are. They don't know how to speak the language, and they try and get your attention some way. And I mean, I don't know. I heard at the time they get arrested and then once they get arrested, they get put through the system and they become citizens of the, of the country. I f- recently found out, so I've been misinformed on this for years, I recently found out that is absolutely not the case. If they get arrested, there's a good chance that they do get sent back, but obviously the media like to keep you stirred up and they like to think it's that easier to become yeah. become a British citizen. I mean, I'm not against um, immigration at all. I think um, if somebody lives in a country somewhere where you know, the best option is to just sneak themselves somewhere or risk their lives on a boat in choppy choppy water with the family and kids. I'm like, I'm I'm lucky enough to be born on this piece of land on this planet where that's not a problem for me. Yeah. And somebody's unlucky enough to be born in a war-torn country, which is sometimes the fault of uh, nations like our own going into countries and not starting wars. I, I think it's been a long time since we've started a war, but... You know, I'm not mass. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not against immigration. I think somebody needs help, and we can provide help. Then why wouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, because obviously there's a story that happened a couple of years ago as well, wasn't it? Where I think it was two guys coming from maybe South Africa, where they actually hid on a wheel arch of an airplane, and one of them like froze to death and froze to death. Flew. I, I'm sure you landed. I mean, I don't know if it's just like a exaggerated story or something, but apparently like landed in someone's garden or not too far from someone's garden, where he just right. fell frozen. Boom. Yeah, because he wouldn't splat, would he? Like, he wouldn't like blow it. Would he? Yeah, He'd crack and smash. But I don't, I don't know. Um, That's like I know the fucking ins and outs of a frozen human anatomy. Like, you know, so, so like people who are luxury like us don't even like flying on a plane, and them guys are sneaking into a wheel arch, sneaking into a wheel, fly arch. over in like minus what would it be up there? Minus. Oh, I can't, can't tell you, but it's, I don't know. If his body's frozen, it's uh, obviously freezing temps, isn't it? <clears throat> then you're thinking about the wind that's getting through at that point as well. In the wheel arch of a fucking plane. So yeah, there we go. We're getting stuff off our chest. It's been a while since I sat in front of the uh, the microphone. I've uh, missed it. I've missed it. 
Gaze into your eyes. Gaze into your eyes from across the room, socially. In your eyes. In your eyes. How are you getting on with COVID? It's uh, we're in another lockdown. People getting stressed out. I'm feeling people getting more stressed now. Not because this lockdown is any worse than any other lockdown, but because it's like the third of a series of lockdowns. And it's colder. It's been a year now, and there's no Christmas to kind of keep you occupied or keep your mind. And everyone's just like, you know, I'm seeing posts from. Um, more so women because men are just generally just they, they eat it up don't they men and men just sort of get on with it and they, they, they bury the problems bury it right down there and <laughs> don't bring it up for any reason and uh, like men will just like not talk they'll have the same thoughts but not but women are a bit more sort of vocal and you know I've seen a lot of social media posts a lot of people getting stressed over not just necessarily being stuck in house but just things in general from people that didn't really sort of pour the heart out i'm seeing a lot more of that now and i think it's all just coming from being locked up in the house with the people that you're with you know we love our family but you can't be just in the same people's yeah. just general area non-stop and not just get a bit agitated like you want to see new faces and people like, i want to go out again i want to know how it feels to put on a dress and makeup and that was just you and <laughs> no um and you know there's a lot of that going on and i think people are getting stressed so uh if anyone's listening to this if you're getting a bit stressed out and uh you, you, you're thinking like you're fed up you know the end is in sight 12 million people probably about 13 million at the point of releasing this now will have been vaccinated um about 60 million people in this country so it's a good old chunk of the population about 30 percent is that let's I'm just say sure. i could have been vaccinated i had the opportunity to get you had the opportunity. why yeah. did, did you decide against it uh because i thought if i'm if, if not sure for a couple of days afterwards supposed to make you feel like pretty poorly and yeah. stuff and i thought we'd uni and work and stuff like that i thought i can't really be asked being yeah out of action for a few days i'll just i'll take my chances that's somebody else it's only it. myself yeah it's only myself i'd have no one else so yeah fair yeah. enough yeah i think when um all this started kicking off i think it all goes hand in hand with that whole rabbit conspiracy theory rabbit hole that went down i don't know why i keep twiddling my fingers when i say conspiracy conspiracy <laughs> yeah when i went down that hole and i'm not saying that i don't believe in any conspiracy theories there are a lot i'm, I'm sort of buying into but um the whole anti-vaccine thing has never been one i've bought into um people will just shout the odds of why they would never get a vaccinated, they would never get vaccinated. I would never do this. And then they'll use like two or three examples from where vaccinations have been horrible in the past. They and always say the um, what's one what they give to pregnant women. Uh, begins with D. Oh, there was one in um, ful- ful- thalidomide. Was it thalidomide? Don't know. Thalidomide. I think it's thalidomide. So they give it to pregnant women, and the babies was born like loads of deformities. Yeah. When was so it? When was that? Uh, I can't remember. Long time ago, I don't, yeah, I, mean, like, I don't know. Yeah, it was a good few years ago. I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll happily leave mine for as long as possible. Um, if it means I can't go away to America at some point this year, if I need to have it done at that point, I'd, I'll have it done. I'll take my chances. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to put my, my happiness at jeopardy because I didn't want to have a, vac- a vaccine because some bloke on Facebook um, was shouting the odds. You know, I don't think there's any evidence to suggest that the government are trying to do anything evil to us. Like, what? why would they... I mean, anti-vaxxers usually are talking about, like, control and... Microchips. Microchips and face masks are a form of control. They're using it to muzzle us, but there are more people now coming out with conspiracy theories and kicking off and, you know, in a year of fucking riots and violence, can you 
please tell me how face masks are working in terms of controlling us. <laughs> <laughs> it seems this or last year, people are more uncontrollable than ever before. Did you hear about this, uh, the coroner? This sounds like a joke already. No. But I poorly spoke. Did you hear about <laughs> Did you hear about this? Have you have you heard about this? No, uh, the girl who put gorilla, uh, gorilla glue in her hair. Nope. So there's a girl on TikTok. Um and she used Gorilla Glue because she, she couldn't she couldn't find any hairspray. She usually styles her hair, ties it back, and then sprays it with hairspray. She couldn't find any. So she used um, Gorilla Glue, which was in an aerosol can type glue. Um, like you, you spray it on a surface. Yeah. And, you know, and she used that for her hair thinking it would work. Well, it, it did work. Overly worked. In fact, it worked so well that um, she had to go to the hospital to get her... Hospital? To get, her, to get it sorted. Like she couldn't do anything. And I thought it was just like recently, she did, but apparently her hair was like that for up to like 40 days. What is she just? Just 40 days. So it's just, like, there's something about Mary, but with Gorilla Glue. Just Gorilla Glue the hair to a fucking scalp, to like straight down. So what which, did they do? Did they wash it out or did they... Uh... I imagine they had to use some sort of solution to get it out. But the the funny part of the story is, is she's That's now, not a funny part. She's now seeking um, legal advice against Gorilla Glue. Surely she's not got a leg to stand on. She, well, she can't. Like, what? Like, does Gorilla Glue have to say on the label, don't put this on your fucking hair? To be fair, would it surprise you this year if that's if they had to put that on, on the label? Well, apparently, it does say on the label, um, don't like, don't let it get into contact with your face, eyes, or skin. Yeah, there's some sort of, there is some sort of warning. But um, I just think it's fucking dumb, mate. Like, in this day and age, that is the type of dumb shit that people just do. It's natural selection at its finest. But the problem is that these people who do dumb shit, they get helped by smarter people. Yeah. Because smart people are dedicated to helping fucking dumb people. Doctors, you know, they have the duty of care to make sure that dumb people don't die of the dumb shit they do. So she went to the hospital and said, right, it's okay, we'll fix it. And she gets to go on living her life and gets to have dumb little kids. <laughs> and that's, that's tight. I'm not saying she's dumb. I mean, she probably is dumb. But um, I'm not saying Clumsy. Clumsy. Well, just, just Cl- Clumsy is a... I mean, I thought, you know, kids will be kids. She did something dumb. But it turns out she's like 40 years old, this woman. She's old enough to know better. A surprise she made it to 40, if I'm being honest. And um, yeah, I think it's stupid. Like, people should have to. Evolution is like the process of rewarding people who make smarter choices and just eradicating people who make stupid choices. <laughs> so, the human species, we got to a point where we were that good. You know, we even realized that if you stand up on two feet, the surface area of your body is less when it comes to contact with the sun. They reckon that's why we stand on two feet. That's like the first humans began standing on two feet because it was like, my back's burning. What can I do? I know, just stand upright. And over time, we just started walking and it wasn't really to do with climbing up into the trees to get the berries and stuff. Like Humans at some point like invented standing up. Like, so clever. like in, a ta- in, a, in a world where standing up isn't a thing, humans just stood up. Whereas, uh, <laughs> was it me? You know, I was talking about dolphins and their evolution. Yeah, sort of yeah, it looks like a dolphin wolf. So instead of standing up, they thought, thought it's gonna have a cool down in the sea, and then they just evolved you know, just started staying yeah, by the sea. Staying well, by the sea, they, no legs. They started eating fish, didn't they? So yeah. like fish that swim in the shallows, and then before you know it, they got better at that, and then over time turned into exactly that. And then spanned off into like orca whales and other dolphin related species. Um yeah, so humans I'm gonna put this yeah you put that on the carpet it started vibrating there we go so yeah humans were at a point where you know and then time went on and humans invented the wheel they invented the spear to take down woolly mammoths and 
fish the, as well. The bow and arrow, yeah, fish. Uh, the bow and arrow was invented to shoot at things, which is a crazy invention, the bow and arrow, because there was no one person who invented it and everybody else went, that's great, we'll do that. Different civilizations that have never contacted each other, never shared ideas, all invented the bow and arrow on their own. So it was almost like we were destined to create firearms at some point, the bow and arrow being the first version of that. And um, same with a spear, like there's a few. And then we get to a point where somebody invented adhesive glue and then some cunt went, I'm going to put this on my head. (laughs) My hair doesn't look exactly the way I want it to. (laughs) So I'm going to spray it on my head and now she's just created some sort of helmet for 40 days. I mean, her hair must have been growing inside of like, the glue. The the glue? Like, can you imagine how fucked up a head would have been on the inside? Fucking moron. Yeah, and that's, um, like you say, she, she, she can get help now. She's like, if that happens in the wild, and you're a wild animal, and you're, and you're an actual gorilla, using glue to, then you yeah. glue your palms to a tree. You're fucked. Like, you're- <laughs> <laughs> Although I imagine with the absolute raw power of a gorilla's arms, pulling their hand off the tree. Oh, that was gorilla glue. You just look at like certain animals and you go, like, how the fuck did you get yourself in that scenario? Hmm. Like there was a, a buck, like a like a like a some 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 breed of male deer. And uh, he had another he had the head of another buck attached to his own antlers, but only the head. So it's walking around with the head of a rival looking at him, but there's nobody attached to it. Like, how did that happen? Like you were ramming horns, you got stuck, one of you's died, and then did you just I don't know, did someone just how did you pull it? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I've, been, I've been like racking it around in my head going, so imagine the image. There's a deer with his antlers looking proud as shit, just stood up straight, and then there's another deer's head attached to those, looking at him right on. His antlers are locked in with his, and he's just getting about his life with this other deer. Probably making him more vulnerable to predators because he's not got full vision, because no, his know, cut's staring back in yeah. his face. And also defended himself now. He's like massively prohibited. Mm. So he can't defend himself properly. And if you've seen that one of the deer that's walking around on just his bones, who's have gone? Yes, same page. Um, it's on the same page. Is it the same one? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just like, like, every time I see that picture, I just feel it's pain. It's back legs are just the fucking bone. It's like us walking around on our shins. Yeah. That's, that's what it's like. It's the equivalent. Like, um, imagine, like, and they were like, they were fairly dry as well, so it wasn't like it just happened. That was just getting on with its life, just walking around. And that's why, I've said it on the podcast before, and that's why, like, hunting, people who hunt for meat and, like, they only shoot one animal, like, I, I envy it in a way because I wish I had the means to do that but well there are facilities as well because you're not really gonna let's go we don't have a place to do it that's like i mean we can go away but then you gotta take a full animal you gotta have the skills how to hunt it properly how to kill it like humanely so there's a place where you shoot them you know you you aim if you're shooting a buck for instance you you aim below the um the front leg and you you shoot it and it's like long and it should kill it instantly um so we don't have the, the the essentials to do it you know and there's also learning what kind of animal you can kill because you have to kill them at a certain age and then you look at like pictures like that fucking deer with no back feet like that's the one that we took at that a human took a picture of imagine like the grim shit in nature yeah that you just don't ever see like dying as an animal like if you got given an option between some of the options out there you'd probably choose getting shot yeah other than being ripped apart by a fucking predator I saw one of a seal being eaten by a fucking polar bear. And there there isn't much documented video of a polar bear eating seals because apparently one in 70 hunts is a failure. So every time... One in 70 is a, oh, one in 70 is a success. 
Sorry, one in seventy is <laughs> proper efficient killers, polar bears. <laughs> Never fail. Ninety nine point five percent If a polar bear looks at you, it's gonna kill you. <laughs> no, yeah. So uh, yeah, so in I think it was seventy. Is it thirty? I'm gonna look it up later. Oh, we'll we'll get the actual. So, some distance, uh, some uh, ratio differences. There, there is seventy or thirty. But apparently, so I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it now. Um, so talk, talk talk while I uh, so while it's I either that or you're gonna die of old age. And you're not going to be able to walk anymore. And well, animals gonna... never die of old age. Like, almost. Yeah, never. but if you're going to die of old age, and I presume someone will come along and kill you. You know, it's like having oh, yeah. one disease and dying of a smaller disease because that disease is wiping you out anyway, made your immune system less efficient. Yep. Uh, you're going to be like dying of old age, an old lion, another animal that's thinking, got my own back here. <laughs> These fucking lions have been taking a piss out of us for years. Yep. Um, you found your cystic yet? I'm going to keep talking. Uh, no, I found my cystic. Right, so so bloody lovely. Here's a not-so-cute and cuddly side of nature. A polar bear with a live harp seal in the Canadian high Arctic. A tough moment to witness, but also a rare one that is not well documented. I understand that around 1 in 30 seal hunts are successful by a polar bear. So I was wrong twice there. It wasn't 1 in 70 hunts. It was 1 in 30 seal hunts, specifically seal. Um, and, you know... What other songs is going to record once he's been hunted? <laughs> no polar bear could ever kill seal. <laughs> One try, that's why he's got a thing on his feet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the words that song. Kiss from a Rose. That's one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's the title. So last time we spoke, I mentioned influencers. And I can't remember if I kept it in the, in the show or not because it was quite a harsh statement. But he's going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. I don't, I don't make harsh statements, but I'm good that I didn't keep it in because about two weeks later, everybody had the same opinion as me. And I'm like, I said that first. Well, I probably didn't say it first, but I said, I don't like influencers. I don't respect them. I feel they set the bar very low for people who look up to them. Uh, set, they set the bar very low. It's a, an understatement. They set the bar at rock bottom. They teach people that getting followers and selling products for shit companies is the way to succeed in life. If you're not posing in, in, in ways that make your body look perfect, if you're not perfectly tanned and perfectly filtered and you've not got a photographer taking your photos who knows exactly how to make a person look, um, air quotes, perfect, you know, then you're absolutely fucking worthless, you know. Shout out to women who take photographs of the body in a way that reflects natural physiques, like mm-hmm. natural bodies, how people should look, because influencers don't do that. They're absolutely guilty of doing that. And um absolutely guilty of not doing that. And and just just making I, th- I think they're just do, making young men and young women feel shit about themselves. And they convince themselves that they're doing a really good job. They convince themselves that because they have likes and 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 followers that they're just doing stuff for the people. Holly Willibear and Phil Schofield. Um, Phil, Philip Schofield. It's never just Phil, is it? Is it just? <laughs> is it always Philip or is it Phil? Yeah, Phil Schofield. Yeah, Phil Schofield. Big Philip Phil. Sounds weird. Yeah, Philip Schofield. Phil Schofield. Ginger. Ginger Fox. Silver Fox. Um, imagine Philip Schofield was ginger. That'd be weird. <laughs> weird wouldn't it? So uh, they they pulled a, that. I don't know her name, and I'm not even going to bother to learn it. She was riding a camel through Dubai. She was taking photos, eating a burger by the pool, and um, in a world where we're not allowed to travel anywhere. 
influencers have been doing it and calling it uh, frontline work, key work. Frontline work? And, uh, you know, you've got doctors and shit who are actual frontline workers, um, even people who work in Tesco's who are serving customer after customer uh, to serve your groceries, like your shopping, whatever. Um, they're frontline workers. You know, people who are just out there actually doing work that serves the community. They're not. And then she tried to argue with Holly and say, oh, you know, we're making people feel motivated and good about themselves. And Holly pulls up and says, well, actually, no, because I looked at your post and I just felt utterly jealous, which is exactly what they do. They make people feel jealous and feel shit and uh, envious. And they set a standard that no one can possibly match because even they don't live by that standard mm. in terms of how they look, you know, how you actually look when you're sat on your couch watching Cora versus how you look on an Instagram post two different things yeah and her response was well you know holla in a world where you can be anything you know be nice or be kind whatever the whatever the fucking phrase is which is true but don't use it as a fucking shield to just do whatever the fuck you want and then tell people who call you out on your bullshit to be kind because that's what you be do honest. you yeah be honest be honest and be fucking useful that's what you should like there that's the bar to aim to like in a world where you can be anything be useful not just to yourself but to the people around you like don't be selfish don't just exist in your own bubble and not help like in a world where you can be anything be honest and and useful like that's 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 my version of be kind you should also be kind but don't you because they're using it as a shield like you know oh don't don't call us out on our bullshit be kind in other words i mean say nice things to us yeah because if you don't and i kill myself it's your fault because that's what it that's where the be kind things comes from isn't it mm-hmm. it's like um, um influencers who eventually I don't know who eventually like they're all doomed to kill themselves at some point. Like the path to an influencer is begin, succeed, kill self, somebody else. <laughs> it's like a uh, Mises on <laughs> yeah. Rick and Morty. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> and yeah, uh, you can kill yourself however you want, it's fine. Samurai sword to the stomach. <laughs> That's my favourite. But no, I think I, I don't like them very much. And um the annoyer. And it's sad to see young people now. And I do see them on um, social media just aspiring to be influencers, posting like how to become an influencer, hashtag influence, hashtag this, hashtag like what the fuck, the term influencer, like it's not a positive thing. Like Hitler was an influencer if you want to get down to it. He influenced people to do terrible shit. Oh, Mike Jones, was he an influencer? Was he the guy who- James Town Massacre? Yeah. 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 Was it Mike Jones? Sure, it's Mike Jones. No, uh, Jim, James Jones. Jim, J- Jones. Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Jim Jones of the, uh, yeah, of the, where, he, where he influenced people to drink the Kool-Aid, the poison Kool-Aid, mm-hmm. and they all thought they were going to die and go to a better place. He's an influencer. Like, it's not a positive thing to be an influencer. Like, yes, um, Gandhi was an influencer because he influenced people to do good shit. Um, police officers, like fucking firefighters, anyone can be an influencer. You don't have to have a million followers to be an influencer. What you are is what the, the term influencer, what it really means is it comes from a marketing point of view where it's like we as a company that are selling our products, we have these people on social media that have millions of followers between them and they will influence you to buy our products. That's what they mean by influencer. You are influencing people to buy shit. That's all they are. They're adverts like when all this kind of stuff kicked off with YouTubers becoming millionaires and YouTubers, which I still respect, I respect YouTubers like say um, PewDiePie, for instance, who plays games. The guy was Not like, clue. he was the first of his kind. He was just like, he just played games and people watched him play games, but he did it in an entertaining way. <laughs> he did it in an entertaining way. And it was like people watching him play games, doing it watching someone play games or a game being played, dude, they came for him. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he was entertaining. And he was going, I'm buying, I'm just playing FIFA 21, the luxury edition. No, he wasn't doing that. He was getting money because there were ads in between his videos and stuff. And also he would, people at the beginning would send him like PC parts. 
and he'd be like, oh, I'm playing this on the new GeForce, blah, blah, blah. I've got this this guy running, I've got, I'm doing this. People would send him uh, mouse mats and shit, and he'd, he'd just do that. And I'm like, I respect that. And, you know, just, there were tons of YouTubers that I respect because they broke convention. It was like, we don't need um, the, the television networks to tell us if we're good enough to entertain millions of people, you know there was a time where you had to look a certain way and you had to speak a certain way. Do you think 10, 15 years ago, me and you would ever, not that we do now, would ever like get a job on a hosting a news show or, or, t- yeah. or a TV show? Me and you would never have gotten that because we we speak like this. We don't, hi, and welcome to the TV, yeah, welcome to look. the show, guys. Yeah, it's going to have a fantastic evening. Yeah, but like we don't- Sweat back hair and yeah, like, perfectly. Like, yeah. That's, that's not how we are, but I think <clears throat> there are certain people on social media and YouTube, for instance, that have actually influenced- the television companies to start using more normal people. Yeah. So you will get somebody with you'll in. get somebody with like a, a northern accent or someone with more of a Cockney accent that's like hosting a TV show. He's like the main person on the show because it's relatable and people like that. Mm. And there is more slang used now on TV, on mainstream TV than ever before. Um so yeah. Influencers. I, I don't think shows they're, they're not breaking like, any ground, not doing anything, but there are still people on social media that are absolutely just kicking ass and I respect the shit out of that. In, fact, in terms of Northern people as well, I think reality shows have probably done a bit towards that as well because if you look at like all the um, I'm a celebrities and stuff, it's always like the, not always, but a lot of times it's like the Northern guys who people like, like and want to win and true to like, what's the, what was that Turf Moor guy called who's just been on From I'm Burnley? Yeah. Jordan. Yeah. What was it called? The DJ. Yeah. Jordan's, yeah. Um, just likeable then he was another one everyone liked I think him. what it is with northerners it's like if you're not from the north and you hear our accent you assume we're a bit dull yeah <laughs> like, so like anyone who's not from the north when you hear our accent you think I'm from the north <laughs> like, you think, <laughs> we, sound, we probably sound like idiots which is I, I, I don't mind that it's fine um, kind of get to surprise you with all my intellect <laughs> no and, and we're, we're just like we're easily spottable like we're me and Lois from Rome and Lois just sort of shouted across the mission oh Sean have you seen this and this guy turns around to her and, all right, Northern. <laughs> like, like he just in- definitely pulled a face. Yeah, spotted, <laughs> spotted the accent straight away, and just like just it just like stuck out to him. Because you have people with like a like a like a neutral sort of accent, yeah. don't you? Like you get a lot of that in uh, in Yorkshire. You either sound like you're from Yorkshire, or you can't really make out where you're from. Well, I can't because we're Northern, so it's hard to determine. You know, if you was from down south, you'd, you'd pick up straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always like whenever I'm in America, like the accent conversation always comes up. People are like, oh my god, what is your accent? Where's that from? I love that. It's gorgeous. I remember someone said to me, "Oh, you sound like a prince." I could hear you talk all day, and I'm like, "You do realize that in England, this accent is like up there with the worst. Like, it's not bur- it's, it's not Brum, it's not Scouse, but it's like it's up there. Like, you know, it's probably the third worst." I was um, t- talking about accents. I was literally so a guy I'm working with at the moment is a is a Ghanaian guy, and he's also come over from Ghana. I was be Ghanaian. So like I was trying to mess. I said, "Joy, when you were like, can you kind of understand different accents?" Or because I don't know why, but I always like wondered it. Because we wouldn't people... understand it if we went over there. Yeah, and he was just like, "No, I ain't got a clue." And then really, like, that's interesting. Yeah, so I was like, so obviously you got like Manx or Scousers or you know Brummies, which is just Cottonies, Cottonies, Geordies. He's like, "No, no, like it's just it all sounds into one." And about five minutes later, he went, "I don't know, a Scottish person." <laughs> yeah, I think I, um, I assume Scottish and. Uh... Scottish people, Geordies, and the Welsh are probably harder to understand as an American. Mm. But then I remember Justin Bieber on a talk show, and Paddy McGuinness was on it. Paddy McGuinness was on it as a guest, and Paddy McGuinness would talk, oh, I'm Paddy McGuinness, and I bloody don't know that. Well, it's all. <laughs> I just did give it a whole, the whole Paddy McGuinness shtick. And um, I think I could see Justin Bieber's face. He was like getting concerned that 
is he talking to me? Am I supposed to respond to this at some point? And then he went, what do you think about that, uh, Justin? And he went, sorry, I don't I don't know what he just said. <laughs> like, no idea. And I guess there's a lot. What TV show was then to on at the exactly. same time? Uh-huh. Paddy McGuinness and Justin Bieber. Do you like Justin Bieber? Yeah. I do. I never used to. I used to be jealous of him. I used to say I appropriated his guts and yeah, stuff. I but, used to be uh, jealous of him as well. Yeah, I got over that, grew up and thought, you know what? He, he brings a few bangers out, Justin. Yeah. He's only doing what exactly any one of us would have done. Yeah. Well, jealousy and hatred. Baby, baby, baby. Oh. Yeah. I like him. I like his swag. JB. Jables. Uh, but we know JB, so if we knew Justin Bieber and the JB that we know, it'd get confusing. So probably yeah. I'd call him Just. Just. Just JB. Justin. Jables. Con Jables. Yeah. Like, uh, You'd appreciate that. A cool nickname like uh, Kirsten Stewart. K Stew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R Pats. Roy, um, Roy, Roy Patterson. Roy Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Roy. <laughs> no. Here he is. Right, right, Roy Patterson. Hey, Roy. Had any people who drank any blood lately? Aye. <laughs> I have. Uh, what's going on? Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson is being outed for uh, sexual misconduct. Yeah. Um, some of his text messages are being leaked now online. Oh, I've not seen that. Text message you've got just any... body shaming. Um, body shaming. Body shaming, calling someone fat, pretty much. Like he's like shredded out of his head. I know. I saw someone's comment. I, I try not to go over comment sections, but but as <laughs> the first part, where I said, "Oh, Marilyn Manson is accused of rape. He's accused of this, that, and the other." And someone's comment was, "Really, Marilyn? It looks like butter wouldn't melt." <laughs> <laughs> You always get them. You always get them gems, don't you? Uh, the odd one, so yeah. Give him about four laughing faces and moved on. Give yeah. him a like. It is a laughing like. You know what I always belted as well when people um, put their DMs on like Twitter and stuff. So there was a girl and she had like blonde hair, blue eyes, like really, really pretty girl. That was pretty as my girlfriend. An Aryan, an Aryan. Um, that's her. You are you describing the? So yeah, but she's like a so really, really pretty, girl, very Aryan, hair, blue eyes. And some guys commented, oh, not even said hello, just put. Hitler would have loved you. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Rooney story. Yeah, pretty much. Was, uh, yeah. That was the punchline. But, yeah. uh, um, Hitler would have loved like, you. I, I love those where it's um, like just like random guys who just aren't bite into the whole sexual, um, the whole sexual theme, not theme. The, the vibe of the photo. It's meant to be provocative, you know, sexually go, provocative, and like you. the photo is like to attract people to make like really seedy comments. And you just like get some bloke at the like, you know, people like, oh, so beautiful. tell me, so tell me what's on your mind. What are you thinking about right now? And then somebody like respond like, you can't walk the wrong way up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone will say something completely daft. And I like that because uh shows that they've got a sense of humor. Mm. Yeah. Which is more attractive than just saying how gorgeous somebody is. Yeah. But going back to the Marilyn Manson thing, um, every time I say Marilyn Manson, you've got to say Marilyn Monroe or Charles Manson, which is two reasons why he got himself that yeah 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 i mean why are people like this is it just famous people or is it just anyone would sort of anyone can be corrupted by that well i think anyone can do it because like you hear of just random people of through through any town through where we live where you can just see like the bad manipulators imagine do like as as like a man to to the woman or woman to the man whichever way around it is like, if you can see that on just any kind of council estate, imagine having all that fame, all that power, all that 
people just feeding off your love and you all the time. And that's going to be multiplied. Yeah, you can, you can do what you want. Mm. You don't like it when you don't get what you want. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it can happen to anyone. I don't think it's just rich and famous people. I think if you used to fluck 10 random people out now and um, make them rich and famous, I wonder like how many of them would become corrupt yeah. under similar circumstances. You know, give them a shitload of money and just send them out into the world, keep tabs on them and just see what they get up to and who they Make become. people love them. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, like, so do you think you could kind of distinguish the the private acts to the to the talent and to the music? What do you mean? So obviously this is Marilyn Manson now. Would this, I mean, you're not a Marilyn Manson fan, I know you're not banging your head off the wall and stuff, listen to his stuff. I like the R. Kelly stuff. Does it deter you from listening to Oh, can you separate the eyes? person from the art? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a tough one. I think if I was to find out that Shakespeare, I mean, I'm not a big, I'm not a Shakespeare. I'm saying I'm not a big Shakespeare. I'm not a Shakespeare fan. I've never read one of his books. I've read a couple of films. Sean there, got Hamlet tattooed on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> like if you used to find out that Shakespeare was like big into like sleeping with like 13 year old girls, I'd be like, it's bad. I don't like him for it. I think it's horrible, but maybe that was more common at the time. And mm. therefore, could you still enjoy his work? Um, if you had a historian, say Julius Caesar, for instance, you're always one of my favorite people in history. Um, I, I love his shit. I think his albums are sick. <laughs> um, but you found out that he, you know, was responsible for murdering like a million innocent people. You go, hmm. but you know, that was so long ago that it's it's fine to sort of talk about him in an, in an admiring way as his as ability to commander battlefield or run. I mean, his ability to run the Senate in Rome didn't work very well because they'll. Isn't he responsible for they the, all literally stabbed him in the back, which is where the... Isn't he responsible for the uh, 365 day year as well? I don't know. Let's, sure not, let's not get... Uh, no, no, I'm just... But when it's as someone as recent as R. Keller, I can't listen to his music and enjoy mm. it. Um, when it first all happened, I was kind of like, Ooh, I didn't want to deprive myself. I was like, oh, I like his music so much. But I found myself, actually, it's not a choice that I've made. It's just when his songs come on and hear his voice, I'm just kind of like, ugh. Unless I'm reminded. he's a feature. So right, that's like, different. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say because um, I think I was listening to one of Kanye West's albums or um, Biggie Smalls. Um, yeah, if he's just like singing the chorus, I'm like that's not his song. Yeah. Just, yeah, I think we're all guilty of um, ignoring the fact that he pissed on a little girl. Yeah, like it was obvious. R. Keller pissed on an underage girl in a, in a sexual way, not even in a bully malicious way. I don't even know which one would be worse, but he did it anyway, and we all carried on listening to his music. Um, Dave Chappelle did a comedy sketch on it. Um, and we all carried on listening to his music. Artists carried on working with him. The music industry just, just propped him back up again and he released more and more music and everyone was fine with it. We're all guilty of like just not calling that shit out. Like, why wasn't that called out? If that was anyone else, if that was a guy that lived across the road from you who wore a fucking turtleneck and thick brim glasses and had greasy hair, basically Jim from uh, Friday Night Dinner. <laughs> if it was a guy that looked like that, he found out that, mate, that guy just, I've seen a video of him pissing on a kid. His, his house would be burnt down in days. Yeah. Not by me. I'm not an arsonist. But it, he won't get away with it because it's R. Keller. It's, oh, well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he is a pedo, but, you know, Bump and Grind is a fucking tune, mate. You know? I was so glad when uh, Michael Jackson got found innocent as well. It's like, yes. That's, yeah. That's hours worth of music I can still listen to. It'd be hard to turn down. It'd be like the Beatles, man. It'd be like, if you found out. I mean, suppose Elvis as well. So, I mean, Elvis was married 14-year-old. Um, that's bad. You know, people still listen to... Jailhouse Rock in that. 
Jailhouse Rock. But it's like again, what were the, what were the rules in Germany at the time? Where is is that not where he got married? I don't know. Um, I do think it was legal, but still from the perspective of sixteen is legal, and even sixteen sounds very young. Well, sixteen's legal over here, but yeah. if you used to do the exact same thing in America, you'd be a paedophile. And I agree with that because it's like sixteen years old is very fucking young, mm. and for an adult man, not just a man, for an adult to be with a sixteen year old, like one is a child and the other is an adult. There are two very different people there. One hasn't experienced fucking anything other than just school. And the other has experienced life. Um, already been sort of shaped and molded by it. And then you just got a kid. Like, no, come on. That's ridiculous. Should be 18. Mm-hmm. I mean, even 18 is weird, but you can't go around telling eight, 18 is, you know, you're an adult at that yeah. point. And who are we to yeah, step into someone's that. life and go, you know, well, in America, it's 21. Um, who are we to step into someone's life? And it becomes like sort of borderline tyrannical in it like you go, oh, you can't do this and you can't do that because we say one thing and you say another you know, so yeah 16 sounds um that sounds very young oh straight up fucking nancy mate <laughs> and then straight up 16 but um <laughs> yeah for that you just sort of like took a second and said, oh 16 <laughs> oh to be 16 anyone else you can think of who who's his music art. See, the actors could be a bite, but they did the whole Pizzagate thing, like you said before. Ah, oh, um, mate, because there's the, one of them rumors in Pizzagate in the whole Pizzagate that Tom Hanks is like one of the yeah, worst. Yeah, that was what I was going to go to. I was like, like no, nah, oh, fuck's sake. I'm out. <laughs> I'm not ready to give up Toy Story yet. Not I mean, obviously, Spacey was, um, I mean, he's not quite in, was he in that bracket or was he just a bit of a, he's not like a pedo, is he? He's just a bit of a... Oh, he's grabbing like young men by the dicks and stuff at parties. Um, yeah, and loves like, I mean, some of his stuff you think, Fred Claus isn't that in it? Fred Claus, yeah, Christmas time for Kevin Fred Spacey Claus. and Fred Claus. Yeah, he's the buddy who comes to show. of all of all the works of Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Fred Claus is the one that you uh, yeah you, you don't want to give probably up. Probably one I've most recently watched. You wow. Watch it, you don't, and you think he's grabbing young men by the cock not too yeah. long ago, and now uh, can't tell can't tell the kids that. Yeah. I mean, Red he was Christmas in Seven. Mm-hmm. No, House of Cards. Oh, I like that one. That's a gambling one, isn't it? Yeah. No, no, no. That's House, no, no, House of Cards is the one. Oh, no, 21. He's the vice president. 21, that's on your 21, yeah. That was another one of his uh, shit ones. I, mean, I like 21. Yeah. Yeah. If I had to pick a top five, Kevin Spacey, probably go Fred Claus. 21. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, not for me. I mean, one thing we never got to talk about in the show is really TV and film because you don't, you're not into like Marvel and Star Wars, which is like what everyone's talking about right now. Uh, you're just like Ryan Reynolds bought Wrexham yeah. Football Club he was a, he's a superhero he's two superheroes devil, it's weird devil. when like American superstars like into like, like really low league football <laughs> it's, it's just fucking weirds me out because uh, all like, the glitz and glamour of like the NFL and uh, the NBA and then you got fucking Wrexham on a Wednesday night absolutely pissing down the rain you can't imagine Ryan Reynolds <laughs> enjoying that because he's him uh, Mac from oh it's funny Philadelphia and I can never remember his full name because I just know him as Mac uh, but yeah, them two have gone twos in. Doubled two's up in. on uh, Bot Rexham Football Club. Double bubble. Yeah, so. that's, that's weird to me, that. Yeah, I find it weird on like, like Sylvester Stallone is like an Everton fan. Yeah, well, JC was going to buy Axel as well, wasn't he, at one point? Like, Stallone, why are you an Everton fan? <laughs> For what reason are you an Everton fan? Imagine JC buying Arsenal and like, he fucks Arsenal up. I've got to hate him. I like your music, but you're, you're a cunt and it's going to put me off with music. Yeah. So, unless you're going to do good. Just stay away. Yeah. Because um, it's the Brooklyn Nets that he owns, isn't it? 
Yeah. Yeah. But obviously, yeah. But obviously, a lot of Americans will buy, because obviously, like Aaron and Alston Cronkey's got Louisiana Rams. Yes. Colorado Rapids. Um, and obviously, Arsenal. Crazy, isn't it? Uh, imagine niching, like, just a sport. Did you watch the uh, Super Bowl? Nope. Oh, you don't like American football, do you? Uh, I mean, I know Tom Brady's got seven rings. But I couldn't go around going, oh, he's the GOAT, because I never really watched him, to be honest. Watch that one where we went to um, Bear Keller in Manchester. Me, you, Bill, Gar- was Gareth? That was Gareth the one? that was the Patriots. That was Tom Brady. Ooh, that, was one of, that was one of his seven. Throw the rock and all that. Throw defense. Rock. Yeah, defense. Yeah, I watched it. It was a good game. Shooters. Yeah. Tom Brady went to the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the start of the season. Everyone thought he was done. Gronkowski went with him. He was another Patriots player. Everyone thought he was done. They're getting too old. They're never going to do it. And then what happens? Do you win another one? Super Bowl ring. Time seven. Yes, please. I'm running out of hands. Like I can put these rings on. He's got three fingers left. I mean, he won't fill those up, but... There you go. NFL expertise over here. Tom Brady won't fill that hand. He said he's going to carry on, though. I hope he does. I like him now. I didn't like the Patriots. Because... Oh, there we go. That's... He probably don't need the three rings as long as Sean Waldry from Jungland Podcast likes him. The reason why I didn't like him at the Patriots is because the Patriots were like the Manchester United of American football. They were like the team that, if you're not from America, you probably support them because yeah, they're, the best the, they're the best ones. And I was like, that's so why I picked the Giants as my favourite team. The New York? Which, uh, ever since I picked them, they won a Super Bowl and then uh, they've done absolutely nothing since. <laughs> Yeah. Do you have like basketball teams in that as well? Or I mean, I'll probably just say Bulls because Michael Jordan. And for that, no reason you hate people liking the Patriots. For that exact you reason. Did, yeah. Yeah. Well, Michael Jordan is arguably one of the greatest sports sportsmen of all time. So Tom Brady? Yeah. You yeah. hypocrite. Yeah, but Michael Jordan's Michael Jordan now. I've got like jumpers and t-shirts and all sorts of shit with Michael Jordan with his legs open slamming the ball in somewhere on it. <laughs> now that does... I mean, I know that's for people who've not heard of the Jordan also, logo. Space Jam. Yeah. You said he's got his legs open, slamming his ball. <laughs> <laughs> Sean got his off wish.com. Who, who, doesn't love, who doesn't love Michael Jordan? Uh, and then that documentary came on Netflix and I just loved him even more. That was like, cool. That's what just everything is about. Yeah. Michael Jordan, like the way he teared So up. competitive. The best moment of that was where... Um, we were talking about like old teammates who just used to hate the way he was and it was almost trying to paint him out to be like a bit of a locker room buller where he'd bollock people if they did something wrong and he'd fucking shout people down and he'd make everyone go again until we get it right. You go again until you get it right. And um, it goes from making him look like some sort of buller and then it just cuts to Michael Jordan and it's like, no. And he's like, yeah, but if you don't want to play like that, then you don't have to. And he's like just teared up and his eyes are all watery. It's just like, That's that guy material. cared even to this day. That guy's still passionate about everything he ever did. I mean, obviously, like, I mean, we said it before as well, Cristiano Ronaldo, like, to this day, he's 36. I think he scored 300 goals since turning 30. Doesn't drink Coke. Doesn't eat, like, chocolate. Like, he's just a pristine, like, the guy, the guy looks like fucking influencers. Like, that guy is a role model. Yeah. If you want to live your life, like... He it's hard, to, it's hard to just call someone a role model as a footballer because... People don't like it. At the end, sell much money, like because of the amount of money they earn. People don't want to read, like don't want to face it and call them like heroes and role models. But he is. It's exactly yeah. what he is. Like I said, the way he lives his life, the the, the effort he puts in to his craft. Yeah. And I yeah. Hate him. 
But, but no, I don't. There we go. So uh, there we go. An hour in the bag. Should we call it? Yeah. Let's call it. Let's uh, go downstairs and relax. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you made it to the end of the podcast, thank you very much for uh, listening to us. Uh, do us a favor, hit the follow or subscribe button, whatever it's called. We're on Instagram, Junkland Podcast. Type that in. You'll find us. Facebook, Junkland HQ. Type it in. You'll find us. We've had a good time. We hope you've had a good time. And until the next one, peace. peace.